Hi, and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Footnotes. Now, this week, we've got something really, really special. We only do this once a year, actually. Christmas? We are, <laughs> no, oh. we are hearing from the great man himself, the author extraordinaire, Mr. Rocky Flintstone. This is my favourite thing that we do. This is my absolute <laughs> favourite day of the year. Bring in Rocky! No, he's not here, is he? Hello, gage. No, he isn't here. <laughs> he is otherwise engaged, probably with a few drinks in his hands, but he has sent us the answers to your questions via email. So... Are you ready? No, I'm obsessed with doing this, though. I'm never ready. I'm never ready for what comes out of his brain. I don't think he's ever ready to reply to them either, because they are kind of batshit. Can you, as ever, try and work through the slightly idiosyncratic syntax? (laughs) I'll do my best. I can't promise anything. I can never sleep the night before we do these. It's like Christmas Eve. You know when you wake up on the hour every hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (gasps) Has he come yet? Has he come? (laughs) No, Paul tries to phrase. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The first one's a bit of a curveball. Jacob has asked him... What sports do you play, Rocky? Oh, sure. One word answer. Twister. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I do love Twister too. Is that a sport? Is that considered I've a I've never sport? seen my I've father seen play Twister. I've seen it at the Twister. Commonwealth Games. I've seen it. Have you never seen him play? No, never, not once. Gutted though. What a sight. Oh, Rocky Flintstone, left foot on green, right arm on red. <laughs> um, Katie has asked him... Uh, this is a little niche for our British audiences, so we might have to explain this a little bit. But she said, Rocky, if Belinda went on Come Dine With Me, which we should say is a British TV show where strangers all go to each other's house for dinner over the course of a week and kind of rate each other's culinary ability, right? And hilarity ensues. <laughs> Absolutely. It's got a great voiceover. Um, what would she serve her guests? So I guess, what would Belinda serve at a dinner party? What would yeah. be her kind of go-to dish? Yeah. Hi, Katie. Yum, yum. What a dinner party. (laughs) (laughs) The only person we know is there is Belinda. (laughs) But what a dinner party. It would have to be the Glee team, of course. What? She's serving them for dinner? (laughs) You misunderstood the question. It's not who is he serving, it's what is she serving? What, Giselle under a cloche? So you just raise the lid and... (laughs) Like an apple in her mouth. Um, Yeah, Bella on a spit roast. (laughs) Well, we've seen that before. Um, (laughs) That was true. It would have to be the Glee team, of course. And Sir James, you know how he likes his puddings, do we? Do we? Never mentioned that, Dad, but cool. (laughs) Now we do. We do know that now. Um, So she'd start off with some of those little babushkas and a gin and tonic cocktail, of course. Sorry, I have a question. Yes. What's a babushka? I have no idea. Well, a babushka is a... A Kate Bush song, I believe, yes. Isn't that a Russian doll? Yeah, isn't where where there's a smaller one with even each... Oh, let me check the machine one second. (laughs) Already. Let me refer to the Rocky Flintstone translator. Let's see what he means. Your word is not recognised. Please try again. I found something called a bazbuza, which is a semolina cake of Egyptian descent. Could that be it? Yeah, that'll be it. I think it's a drink. For starter, semolina cake, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Can't wait. Yum, yum. What a dinner party. (laughs) I just thought it meant Russian grandma. (laughs) It might mean that as well. Um, Then she'd do spaghetti bolognese. Right. Classy then. Classy. I had a dinner party last night and I just bought takeaway pizzas. It was honestly the most pitiful sight, Alice. I was lucky enough to be included as one of the valued guests. Oh, wow. I was unlucky enough not to be. <laughs> he literally put out some takeaway pizzas. Yeah. And, you know, because it gets a little bit greasy. On the box. What did he throw at us all? Bog roll. Toil- to toilet roll. Loo roll. I didn't have any kitchen roll. And it wasn't even a new roll of toilet roll, it was, was it? Half <laughs> finished. It wasn't one of those ones where it's got a bit damp and so it's gotten wrinkly. It was very dark. James, you know how to cook now. <laughs> we got completely shit face. It was great. Um, yeah, that's my top tip for a dinner party. Wine. 
Yeah, it's good. Well, actually, Dad says, serve with a cold Chardonnay from the Barossa Valley in South Australia. Um, my fave is 19 Crimes. 19 it's, Crimes Against Literature or... His fave what? Chardonnay. Oh, right. I thought you just named a Chardonnay. No, no, no. Cold Chardonnay from the Barossa Valley. Oh, right, okay. His specific one is 19, 19 Crimes. crimes. A little shout-out for 19 Crimes there. I bet he thinks he's going to get a case if he says yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yum, yum. Dessert... Would be just more shards. He's the kind of person that like keeps saying yum yum, so you think it's delicious. I just should have done that last night. Yum yum, everybody, eh? <laughs> yeah, hey? yeah. Yum yum. Um, next one. Worthers has asked, what's the inside of your shed slash pavilion like? We've talked about this a little bit before, haven't we? Mm. We've all had the uh, good fortune to visit it now, haven't we? Yeah. I wonder if he'll describe it as we experienced it. <laughs> well, he said, big. So no. Just boasting. <laughs> Oh my god! It is big, but he's filled it with so much crap. So much crap. There's hardly any room to move. Yeah. There are also so many features of the pavilion that you can discuss. I can't believe he's not (laughs) gone into them. It's as cluttered as his mind. I think it kind of is like a representation of him as a writer. People won't believe that there's two rooms. He's got a bed in there. Is it three rooms? Yeah. Has it got a secret dungeon? (laughs) It's got another room. Yeah, he's got a bed in there. He thinks you can sleep. I would never sleep in there. It's uninhabitable. Well, I think my dad sleeps in there when mum's thrown him out of the house. So I think it's more. <laughs> needs over desire. Right, sure. James, that's outrageous. They sleep in there at Christmas. I have slept in the pavilion, yeah. At Christmas. It was pavilion. so fucking cold. There's no heating. There's no electricity. There's barely walls, James. <laughs> <laughs> Famously, the windows are made of bottles. I mean, I... <laughs> It is honestly going to be some sort of English heritage site one day. Should we put the museum in there one day? The Rocky Flintstone <laughs> Museum? Yeah. Sarah has asked, Dear Mr. Flintstone... Very formal, very polite. Suck up. (laughs) As a young-ish aspiring writer, I was wondering if you ever struggle with writer's block. And if so, how do you overcome it? Oh, this this should be good. Sorry, writer's block. (laughs) Writer's block. Um, Hi, Sarah. No, the joy is all mine. Oh, because she said thanks for all the joy. Oh, right, yeah, sure. Um, God, can these two get a room? I don't mean get a room, sorry. (laughs) I believe writer's block is an affliction some great writers have. But never fear, I'm not one of those, so I have no problems. Oh, Dad. He kind of knows. He's starting to acknowledge it himself. The first stage is admitting you have a problem. Exactly. He says, a good stiff walk will do wonders for anyone. So why not with WB? WB. Writer's block. block. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You know WB. (laughs) That scourge of the writer's empire. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Top tips from Rocky. <laughs> Jack's asked, um, I've always wondered what kind of music Belinda listens to. Um, who are her favourite singers, bands? I can imagine oh, her loving... Jack, I love you. I love you. <laughs> I can imagine her loving a bit of Madonna. Um, so Dad says, hi, Jack. <laughs> Hope you're well. Um, Belinda <laughs> listens to Mozart and Mahler. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. But mainly in her car. I personally don't like her musical tastes, but I do love Brazilian jazz and Van Morrison. If that helps. No me. one asked you. <laughs> also, there's no way Belinda listens to fucking Mozart. Not a 
chance. She's listening to Heart FM. Yeah, magic chilled. Magic chilled. I can't really join in in this dance, but I respect all other radio broadcasters and I wish you all well. That really shows you've created a proper character when you don't always agree with their tastes or decisions. (laughs) She's her own person. She's got her own mind. She loves it, but I really can't. I hate that about Belinda. She loves this music. Like he has no control over what's coming out of the pen. Um, Andrew Hall has asked... Do you know who the special one is? Have you plotted it or are you just flying by the seam of your underwear? I think we can answer this one. Um, (laughs) Can I have the floor for a moment? (laughs) Um, Hi, Andrew. This is one of those questions where I'd love to hear what you think. (laughs) It's a cop-out. Join the cop-out. It's a cop-out. Why won't you... Join the cop out. Oh, that's quite tropical. (laughs) (laughs) I think Belinda would love that music. Um, (laughs) It's very Mozart. (laughs) I must be honest and admit that I do love flying by the seams of my thong. And unfortunately, it doesn't provide a lot of padding when landing is imminent. What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) Expliquez le texte, s'il vous plaît. But hey, of course... I use a technique called a timeline. (laughs) Oh, the timeline technique. He's mentioned this before. (laughs) He bloody loves that timeline. Except he doesn't use it. I mean, like, joke society does not use one. The good thing about a timeline is that you can change it at any time. That's why it's called a timeline. (laughs) I think he's struggling with... Very fundamentals of a timeline, uh, which explains a lot of his writing, to be fair. That's why it's called a change it whenever you want a timeline. <laughs> that is a real honest answer, to be fair. So what are we taking from that? He's basically got no fucking idea. Um, I think he has ideas, changes them, then replots them at will. Right. You can tell. Mark has asked, Rocky, oh God, <laughs> you've inspired me to do my own creative writing. Um, But how do you stay motivated to write so much? It always worries me when Rocky inspires. uh, It feels like he's spawning like... Many uh, Rockies around the world. Many Rockies. He's like spreading a virus. (laughs) It is a contagion. Although the volume is inspiring, which is what he's commenting on, right? Yes, exactly. Quality notwithstanding, he writes a lot. Um, And Dad says, oh, hi, Mark. Motivation is a funny thing. It happens when you don't know it's happening. (laughs) You just do it. I certainly don't feel prolific, and compared to some of the well-known authors, I certainly ain't. No one said prolific. You've added that word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just issuing himself his own superlatives. Right? But again, it does come back to motivation. If you've... <laughs> <laughs> we're on motivation, aren't we? That's literally what we're talking about. Come back to it. We've never left it. <laughs> if you've gotten that idea in your head which needs to be written down, then you will write it down. God, he is a prolific writer, isn't he? He can't even write an answer to a bloody question. <laughs> and start again tomorrow with another idea equally as motivating. So really, so basically, that really is revealing about his writing. That means that he writes a chapter in a sitting, which is why every chapter bears no relationship to anything else. It's just spurred it's just on a by new what's idea. that day. Yeah, it's new motivation, guys. And is he saying just write every day? Which write. is actually not a bad tip. No. True. Um, however, there is certainly no doubt that success does have a role to play, and you should enjoy your writing for that also. So what is he saying, that... As people began to enjoy Belinda Blinked, it, it spurred him on. It motivated oh, him. Oh, shit. Let's just pack the whole shop up. <laughs> it's our fault. 
Jessica Legs has asked, who would you Jessica cast... Jessica who? Jessica Legs. Jessica Legs. Oh, sounds like a character in Belinda Blink to me. <laughs> who would you cast Jamie, James and Alice as in the blockbuster adaptation of Belinda Blink? Oh my God. No. I'm dreading who he's going to put us as because I think it'll say a lot about how he sees us individually. So who do you think you'll get? Well, I think I know who you're going to get. Well, I think I know who you're going to get. Oh, okay. He likes you best out of the three of us. No offence, Jamie. <laughs> that is actually true. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> You're the son he never had. So I think he's going to say you're the youngish man. Do you, do you reckon? I think yeah. he's going to say you're Helga. Thank you. And Jamie, I think you're going to be... Oh, this is tricky. But I'm going to say... Tony? I was going to say Tony. Oh, Tony. Yeah. I'd be happy with Tony. Let's okay. see, shall we? <laughs> I feel like it's not. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Great question. I lie tossing and turning most nights thinking about whom I would cast them as. I bet he does. Basically, it depends if they've insulted me recently or not. Now, <laughs> Which is always and often. <laughs> now, if they've had a right good go at me in a particular episode, I would go as follows. Oh, right. Okay, so this is... Oh, so this is mad. worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Alice. Jim Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> to be fair. James, the Duchess. You'd I love to be the Duchess. Well, he's mad with me. I'd love to see who he chooses when he likes me. <laughs> and Jamie, hair bish. <laughs> what a fucking joke. Thanks, Dad. I don't know, though. I see it. <laughs> but if they've been very nice and mentioned the word good or even plot, I would go as follows. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Jamie, Bella. <laughs> what the fuck? You are a train wreck, to be fair. James, the Duchess. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you don't change. Day or night, I'm the Duchess. That's what I mean. You're the favourite, whatever the weather. You are the special one. Thank you. Um, Alice, Belinda. Oh, what? God. <laughs> That's if he likes me. Yeah. So what are you, Belinda or Jim Sterling? Two very big roles, to be fair. Belinda in the streets, Jim Sterling in the sheets. <laughs> what a combo. And the last question is from Lucy. Um, and she asks, how is Belinda going to celebrate her upcoming big 3-0? Oh, is it? Well, she's 29, isn't she? Shit, yeah. Yeah. It, her birthday could be for months and months and books and books. Mm. Like, we might never see it. Hi, Lucy. I'm afraid I can't answer that, as it would blow a big piece of the forthcoming plot right out of the water. What? Lucy, you've, uh, you've hit the nail on the head here. So all I can say is, hold on to your hollyhocks. The ride is just beginning. Doesn't mean anything. Is it it beginning with an apostrophe instead of the G? It is. Yeah, thought it might be. Or is there even an apostrophe? It's just an N. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it would be. Full stop. No full stop. No full stop. (laughs) He's done. He's out of there. As ever... The truly enlightening process I thought that would be. <laughs> We've learnt absolutely fuck all, uh, but great answers. Thanks, Dad. I blame some of the questions for really leading him down <laughs> yeah. the garden path. Biggest revelation is still that Twister one. <laughs> no, I'm playing with him at Christmas. He's such a sportsman. Who knew? Not his son. Uh, so there you go. You've heard from the great man himself, but join us next week to continue the journey, the odyssey that is Belinda Blinked when we open chapter three. See you on Monday. <laughs> 